What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. We are so glad that you guys have decided to check us out once again. We just want to say that we appreciate it so much. And I hope that you guys have been enjoying the shows that we've been putting out. We've put out part one, two, three, and four of Nine and Trenton's story. And today, that's right, we're going to get into part five. But first, allow me to introduce the other host of the show, Trenton. How is it going, man? What's up, everybody out there checking us out? What's up, Brett? And we are, once again, glad to be in here, just like he just said. Once again, if you'd like to hit us up, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com. Or click on the voice message link located at the bottom of the details of each episode. My name's Trenton, like he just said, and we are so glad you're tuned. If this is your first time checking us out, thank you so much for taking the time to check us out. But we're hoping that you're enjoying the show if you have been checking out previous shows of our story. Because today, like he just said, we're going to get into part five. That's right, man. It's going to be exciting because now we're out of the silent years. Don't forget to check out Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. You can head over there because that's where you're going to get the latest shows. You'll get the latest information and di- about different things that we put up there. So make sure you check out Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. And don't forget to check us out on Zapit. That is spelled X-A-P-I-T. It's another platform that is very similar to Facebook, so it will be very familiar to you guys as well. So head over there, get yourself a profile, and like Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett, because you'll also get the latest shows there as well. Try to keep the links going on our individual pages, on the Let's Talk pages. So if you're following us in any sort, we thank you for that. If you are on Next Level Freedom Church, I always try to share the latest episodes of Let's Talk on there. If you want to check that out on Facebook, that is Next Level Freedom Ministries is what it's called right now on Facebook. So I'm trying to think where we left off on the last show. I think it was after the silent years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I think that we pretty much left off with the silent years. I don't know if we really led into too much after that because there really wasn't too much after that. I know we talked about how you moved back to Jackson and God began to show you the had the vision for the church, right? Or did that mm-hmm. come? So I, well, I had I'm the sure. vision in 2012, but he started putting it together when I got back here to Jackson. So yeah. all of that is coming on tonight's episode because we are going to have an announcement coming up yes, later on. So some. it's going to be some exciting news <laughs> as we get into phase three. And don't be surprised if we come back on later shows and talk about maybe something we forgot to talk about. Because what we've been trying to do as we go over these is, you know, we're piecing together history. And you're talking 20 years of history. And we remember things from time to time and we just throw them in there. So maybe we'll talk on other shows briefly. But for now, we're going to sum up the story with right here tonight with part five. So, wow. We got a part five life, man. <laughs> five shows to our life or our ministry together. But so I guess if we step out of the silent years and we go until Trent, when Trenton moved back from Jackson, we didn't immediately start hanging out. I don't think a whole lot. I mean, we kind of did because you know our our wives are sisters, so they're going to want to hang out. But if I can remember somewhat correctly it was still a little strange for a little bit because we hadn't been really hanging out for a long time 
I know that we would do some like things at my house or or your house, and we'd had we had a few discussions here and there about random things, you know, about speaking in tongues or about nothing nothing that we would actually disagree about, but we were more or less just had different ideas on things like that, and that's kind of I think some of the things that God used to get us talking again. But we moved back on October twenty eighth, two thousand and sixteen. We moved back to the Jackson area, and if you remember on the previous, I think I talked about it on the previous show, I had felt for a long time that God was calling me to the Nashville area in the Gallatin area, and then when God actually said, uh, no, I need you to go back to Jackson, it was kind of crazy because I'm like, okay, God, and I believe I mentioned that a little bit last time, So, but to go from an area that may have had you know, 50 to 100,000 people to a 14,000, 15,000, you know, home city, if you want to call it that, of Jackson, Missouri, I was like, God, are you going to establish this there? And, you know, we'll see where God goes with that in the future. Right now, you know, there's only one campus and we're right here in, here in Jackson. And whether that stays that way as the home campus later, I don't know. We're just going to pray and see what God does. But this area right now is home to the church. I got back. He gave me the vision in 2012. I mentioned that I had written it on a napkin. And it was just a picture, and that's all it was at that time. I'm like, yeah. And if you remember, I talked before on an earlier show that I was like, yeah, that looks great, God, but I don't see that happening nowadays. And that was before all these other churches started rising up in the area and before I knew about churches that were doing it. Love and truth, one thing I will say that I learned a lot from there is the fact that what God was showing me he wanted me to do was doable. Because I was, I walked into that church, and I remember, and that's back in Tennessee when we first got there. I remember thinking, "This is it. This is the atmosphere I'm trying to create in this drawing that God's given me." I didn't know churches were doing stuff like this, and so that all led me back to where I was. I'm just following God. I had no idea. When I left where we were going, then God brought us back and didn't know that I would ever be coming back to the area. But once we did, we did hang out a little bit. Once he, Like he said, you know, you met our wives, some of you. You heard them on a couple of shows ago. They're twins, Ashley and Afton. And so we did hang out. But the closeness wasn't there yet. But God was starting to develop that. We Each of us had some things that we kind of had to work out, like individually, before we were going to be able to establish that friendship. Yeah, I can remember some times of, I mean, even even whenever, you know, you, you would come over a little bit, there was always that, I don't know what the word is, to be honest. It just, it wasn't the same as it used to be. Because I could see that me and Trenton in a lot of ways were were different. And I think we'll lead into something with that here in, here in a little bit. But we were different in like the way that we did things, the way that we saw things. And I always looked at that as a bad thing. And then I can remember, uh, we, ha- we had a few discussions in my basement, but I remember one night, I was just like, you know what, I want to get this all out on the table, because this has been going on for years, and it was nothing but a burden to me, and I carried it with me for years, and a lot of it, Trenton admitted to me at the time, or when we had this, he didn't even know, but I remember going down to my basement, and we sat down there, and we hashed out a lot of stuff, and I told him how I felt over the years there was just a lot of things that I felt that were wrong and that I had kind of in a lot of ways put blame on him, but I realized that I, a lot of that blame was on me as well. 
about the way that the way that we did things in the past and how there was a lot of things basically but I remember that night that we hashed that out and I could tell you what Trent I felt like there was this weight lifted off my shoulder like this 15 20 year weight I guess that was lifted off of my shoulders because I felt like I was actually able to tell you how I felt and a lot of people don't I mean the people listening may not know me really well but I was never the type of person like if someone suggested something and I didn't like it I just go along with it well during that time those silent years that changed within me a lot and now I'm the type of person if I don't like it I'll let you know, I'll let you know about it which can be a great thing if done properly but can be a bad thing if you get super passionate about it <laughs> so uh, th there are some times I have to hold back and just, you know, have to be respectful in the way that you do it. But that was one of the things during those years that I guess I neglected to talk about last week. But I've learned how to express myself a lot better that if I disagree or if I think there's a better way, then we're able to talk about that now and then we can work that out. But I remember just hashing that out down in the basement and, real, and, and really feeling like, well, maybe maybe we can be good friends again. Maybe we can, you know, make make something happen. And then I'll I'll stop here because I got more, but I'll let Trenton talk. So. And I was shocked when he talked about it because I always, yeah, maybe it's because we were. I guess we kind of had a brotherly relationship. It was more like brothers than anything. So I was always the type I felt like he spoke out well <laughs> when he didn't like something. He let us know. But all that aside, here's one thing I remember right before. And I think at this time I had already made the decision to come back to Jackson. I felt like God is telling us, and that's what we were getting ready to do. I think we were getting ready to move. I went to Union University, for those of you who don't know, maybe haven't caught that in a previous episode. And on the campus at Union, they have an amazing campus, let's just say that. And there is lit up you know, lamps. There's a walk at night. And I would spend a lot of nights because we lived next to campus in some apartments. So it, was, it wasn't but a hop and a skip and I was there. And I would remember I would go several nights and have prayer meetings with God just walking in a circle around campus. And I remember one lap took me 15 minutes. So I would do four laps and then I'd have my hour of prayer in for the night. And sometimes I'd go another one. It just depends on if I was done with God. But on one of those particular nights, I remember feeling... Like there's something missing in today's church. And I remember looking, and it ain't all churches, so don't get me wrong on that. But I remember looking, as I was praying that particular night, I remember looking back on the rallies, the things that we had done. And I might have talked about this on a previous show. Just the atmosphere that was there with the people. You heard us talk with the twins when they were on. They were like family. People were close. God was moving. God was doing things. And I remember one particular night, he was bringing all this stuff back to my mind. I think it was God doing it. And because I was getting ready to make the move, and I may have still been deciding at that point which direction to go. But I remember thinking back of the atmosphere. That was what got me, the Holy Spirit in the atmosphere of all the stuff we're doing. And I said, God, we need to get back to that. We can still do that. It doesn't have to be done the exact same way to still have the Holy Spirit present and moving in a group of people. And that particular night, I wasn't sure if he was going to come on board or not when I came back. And, I, you know, it came to mind I was going to ask him when we got back whether he wanted to help me build this church in Jackson. And I remember that night I was like, God, I don't know if it'll be Brett 
but I need another bread. Because whether we realize it or not, I mean, I realize it immediately, we fed off of each other a lot. Because even if the people weren't into what we were doing, we could always feed off of each other's energy. The Holy Spirit was still there. And it wasn't just him. It was the atmosphere of the people we worked with at the time. You, There were people there. We were like family. And I'm like, God, we need to get back to that. So if I'm going to build this church, and like I said, this might have been right before I decided to come this way. I don't really remember. But it seems like it was one of the last prayer meetings I had down there. And I remember thinking, God, we can do that. We just got to recreate it. So I'm like, I need another bread. And what I meant by that is I needed someone else that can come alongside and help me to make this happen because it was always it's always better in numbers, if you ask me. At least two. More is even better than that. If you can get at least two people on board with the same idea, then things can happen. And I knew that because I would, as I look back on the ministry of previous years, I remember thinking it was because all of us were on board with what God was doing is why the spirit was moving and why people's lives were being changed. We were seeing salvations. We were seeing all kinds of things happening. And I'm like, that is the atmosphere. God, if you're going to, if you want me to plant this church, you are going to have to help me get back to that atmosphere, to that feeling in the atmosphere so that people's lives can be changed. And I knew God had a plan and it may have been shortly after that. God told me to come back to Jackson instead of going to Gallatin. So I ended up moving back, and I'm going to turn it back over to him for a minute, but I just wanted to throw that out there because it's still possible. People miss out on it because too many of our churches are caught up in traditions. They're caught up in religion, you can say, and they're missing relationship, and relationship is what makes things happen. You know, I remember the day Trenton called and said, so, hey, you want to help me build a church? And I paused for a minute and went, no. <laughs> I said, I don't remember how he said no, if it was like that or it, not. It was but. pretty close to that. And, I mean, and there, there was, there was some things still there at that point. We hadn't had our, we hadn't had the discussion yet, but I was in a good place where I was. Like I said, you know, I was at least, I felt like I was anyway, as an associate pastor where I was, I was getting a lot of opportunities to speak and felt like I felt like I was where I needed to be. And that's pretty well what I told Trenton and I don't know if he liked that or not, but he respected it and he understood it because you got to go where God tells you to go. But I do remember, though, as as time went on and we had that discussion that we talked about, we went back down to the basement. and We had a couple of discussions down there because we began to talk about doing something together, like doing doing some sort of ministry together as in the sense of which turned into let's talk whenever we were doing the videos we started doing the youtube thing of let's talk where we'd get together and we'd minister together and we'd share the videos and things like that and if you don't know the history of let's talk we did that for how many episodes eight we did yeah we did eight videos and then i don't really know exactly what happened oh i re- uh, i think Trenton, you got busy with uh, launching your church and then we kind of we stopped doing let's talk for a while and I remember coming back to Trenton in the basement again. That's where we go to talk in my house because that's where we can't, we can't hear the kids. <laughs> so that's where we go to talk a lot. But I remember coming back and come, trying to come up with some ideas for the things that we could do with Let's Talk. And Trenton came to me one day with the idea of doing a, doing a podcast. And I'll admit, I was just like, ah, I like the video better. You know, I was like, well, I said, let's just let's just give it a shot. Let's see what happens. 
and it turned into the best. It I, it really did turn into the best format in my opinion. I love doing it this way now, but you know that's really kind of how let's talk. Let let's talk was kind of birthed in the basement, so 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 to speak. You know the ideas for it, and that is really how God started putting me and Trenton back together because at, and it's kind of ironic and this just come to me but the show was called Let's Talk and that's what God did with me and Trenton because God knows that I needed it. He put me and Trenton together and what we did was we started to talk and we worked through we worked through a, a four or five years that he was gone we worked through through that the history and you know the just the different things that I had to get off of my chest. We began to talk and through me and him beginning to talk Let's Talk was was born. And so it's pretty it's pretty exciting how that came to pass. But. I was thinking here just a second ago, since we're talking about our story and we're getting ready to get up to the phase three portion. But uh, before we do that, I wanted to mention when I did come back in 16, I ended up joining again with the church I had formerly helped when I left. And that's what I felt like God wanted me to do at the time. And I felt that there, I could help them. We could get to a different level with it. <clears throat> and... That was in 16. I think we hung out for a little while. 17, I know in the summer, 2017, I'm like, well, we've got to get started on a logo. And I had been asked, I believe it would have been early 17, I had been asked to go ahead and take over this church that I was helping pastor at the time. And I remember when he first asked me, I was just like, I took, I said, okay. I was like, you know, let me pray. And, you know, I said, okay at the moment. But there's just something in my spirit that would not let it happen. So I have ended up going back to the pastor that wanted me to take over and saying, I can't. I was like, God is calling me to start my own thing. So I, you know, I'm letting you know now. I mean, I'll continue to help on Sundays until I get that one launched, until I get it going. I'm like, but I'm not going to, I can't take over your church because God has given me a whole nother vision. That summer, I said, well, it's time to get started on designing a logo. We needed something. And if you've seen our logo, it's a circle. It's got a bird. It's got arrows. There's a cross in it. And you can find all that out if you want to come check out the church. I won't bore you with that now. But there was a meaning behind it. But at first, I started with nothing. I had a few drawings that I had drawn up with some stairs and different things just because I was thinking next level. And, you know, I didn't even get the full name until that summer. Ended up designing the logo summer of 2017 with a girl in Texas who Jenna, their younger sister, our wife's younger sister, Texas. had went to college. Yep, yeah, the girl was from Texas. Oh, I thought you meant Jenna. Susan Cubies okay. <laughs> or Cubes or however you say her name helped us design that logo. And once that was done, I was like, okay, well, we got the logo. Well, I ended up staying at that church for a little while longer. A new pastor did take over. When I turned down, he found someone else that was going to fill in. So I'm like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to help him kind of get things off the ground. And I remember it was exactly New Year's Eve, maybe? Because I think New Year's Eve was on a Sunday that year, if I'm not mistaken. That or New Year's Day. And I remember our last service was the final Sunday of the year, literally. And I think that was New Year's Eve. And the next week, we visited other churches and things, but we were starting to build towards launching in 2018 and ended up picking the launch date September 30th, 2018, so we had a place to shoot for. Because if you've got a vision God's given you, if you don't give it a date, it'll never happen. So we set the date. We had something to aim for. 
God was just putting all this together. I went through Start Church. We got bylaws. We was doing all these business things you never see in a church that had to be done legally in order to establish an organization. And in 2018, September 30th, we launched Next Level Freedom Church. And it was not too long before that, I think, that I had asked you if you wanted to come on board and help me start this church. He did say, uh, no, I don't know if he said it like he said it bluntly here, but he said, he said no, he felt like he was where he was at. And like he said, I respected that. I didn't have anything wrong with it because I told God, we're going to go into this thing, and I don't want people who aren't supposed to be members of this church coming on board. And if he's not meant to be, then we're just going to leave it at that, and we're going to move on. And so we ended up getting some families in the church. I think if everyone was coming, we would have an average of 24 to 30 people averaging in there in the early on days of Next Level Freedom Church. And so time goes on. Later on in 2000, and, or actually it was right before Launch the Church, because we were talking about launching it on our first video shows. We started the Let's Talk mm-hmm. YouTube channel. I remember that. Yeah. And we did, and we talked about I was going to be launching a church and different things. And the podcast format didn't actually come until 2020, right? It was last year. We yeah, decided it was, it was during COVID. We decided to go ahead yep. and pursue a podcast instead because it was going to be easier with my time management with the church and going here. And I'm like, it's just easier to edit a podcast if needed. So that's what we did. So Let's Talk was birthed kind of right before I planted the church. And you got more you want to add before we get well, into you the know, other thing? Or? We may have to go 45 minutes or so on this show. For well, we'll there, see. Right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. But, you know, and I've told Trenton this now, but I didn't tell him at the time. But when he asked me to come on to come on board, there was a part of me that wanted to say yes. And and we've talked about this since then, but it, it was a timing thing with God. It's like I knew that it was me. Like it was what I wanted, but it wasn't in God's timing yet in, in a sense, you know. There was some things going on in my life where I had actually – got into a lot of uh, anxiety. Uh, it really wasn't a depression. It, it was, it's really, it was a really different. It wasn't depression. I wasn't depressed, but I began to suffer with anxiety. Like I began to really be bothered by pretty much anything and everything would just kind of would set me off. Like it can make me angry. It can make me scared. You know, there was a, a lot of things going on. And I begin to basically go to the doctor and they they you know they wanted to throw medicine at me and different things like that. Nothing was was working and it, basically it was you lay down at night to go to sleep and you're tired but you're wide awake and it would just feel like electricity running would run through your body and it would just zap you. Literally zap you awake and you couldn't sleep and you were just it felt like you could run a marathon but you were so tired that you couldn't keep your eyes open. It's it's a scary feeling, trust me. And I had tried pretty much everything until I went to my chiropractor because I would go once a month. And I, he just he asked, just asked me a question, and I said, well, you know what? I said, I've tried everything else. I said, I'll just tell you, and we'll see. I'll just I'll see, see, tell you what's going on. He goes, well, okay, well, what is it? And I was like, well, I, was like, I feel like I could run a marathon, but I can't sleep. I feel like I got electricity. Shoot, he goes, oh, yeah, that's anxiety. Here, lay down on the table. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So he starts going through this whole thing with me, like this vertebrae does this, and this vertebrae controls your eyes. This one controls your heart. That's why your heart's racing. And he, he began to look look at each of these areas in my back, and he began to work on my back. And I tell you what, you know, they always make fun of chiropractors saying it takes 12, visit to, <laughs> 12 visits to feel better. 
I went three, four, five visits. I can't remember, but I tell you what made a believer out of me because within a month I was pretty much back to normal. Like my whole life had changed. I, I'd been dealing with this for months and months and months and this had changed my life. And, you know, whenever you're suffering through something like anxiety, you begin to, when you should have been pulling closer to God, you, I, I begin to veer back towards the world a little bit. And it's not like I was going crazy or anything like, you know, like really far off out on the deep end or nothing. But I just noticed that my thinking was changing and my attitude was changing, you know, just small things like real subtle things at times were changing like that. But after I began to go to him and I learned how to handle it and there was some um, non-prescription like pills I could take. They're basically just like relaxing pills. They're called Formula 303. You can buy them on Amazon. They're, they're, it's not a drug or anything like that. It's just basically it's a natural vit- – it's a vitamin that's a natural relaxant. And I began to take those and they began to help me sleep and just different different things would happen. And sometimes, you know, Trent, it does pop up from time to time. And I'll recognize, oh, that's anxiety, and I'll have some sleepless nights, but I've learned how to deal with it. And one of the ways that I know I'm getting off a little bit, but this may help somebody because I guess that's the reason I'm going there. One of the things that I told myself was because whenever you're going through anxiety and you're dealing with that and you can't sleep, what you'll do is, well, you go to bed at 9 o'clock and you look at the clock and it's midnight and you say, oh, I got to get up in four or five hours. Then that triggers your anxiety. You start to look at the clock and it's been 30 more minutes and you ain't slept yet. That triggers more anxiety. So it makes your brain work even more and you just can't sleep. So now you're you're having anxiety over the fact that the clock is moving too fast and you ain't been asleep yet. So one of the things that I learned to do was – I know it's easy to say, but at the time it wasn't wasn't easy to say. But I just began to tell myself this too shall pass and that calmed me down. Because I realized that what I was dealing with, God was not going to allow me to deal with it my whole life. And, you know, there was all things that I had to get through. There was things that Trenton had to get through. And, you know, I remember telling Trenton some of this stuff. Like, man, I've, like, I hadn't fallen, but I just noticed that I had this, I don't know if you remember that. I told you basically I had like a veil over my eyes where I couldn't see things clearly the way I once did. I was beginning to fall back into the world. And the Holy Spirit woke me up. I don't remember what he spoke to me. He spoke something. I was listening to something. He's like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was God. Like, I've heard God's voice. And that was God. Like, I remember hearing it so clearly. And it woke me up. And that's, you know, I'd be, that was one of those times that me and Trenton had been, been getting to talk a little bit more and stuff. And I was able to tell him about it. But anxiety is no joke. And that was what one of the things that I dealt with during during this time and you know I still do from time to time but it doesn't control me I get it under control when it tries to attack so and I think that had a lot to do with why let's talks YouTubes were so spacey for that first little bit as well he was struggling with that and then like he said I was busy doing church stuff and between the two that first year and besides that editing a video for those of you who don't know takes a lot longer than editing a podcast and it was a matter of finding the time Getting him there, we would record it in front of a green screen, add the background, all that later. And I finally was like, you know what? And once I found out about this podcast platform on Anchor, I was like, you know, we could do this as a podcast. And we can still talk about all the topics, only people can listen. And for me, it'll save time because we can snip out what doesn't need to be there 
and then just move on. And so it ended up becoming an audio podcast, and I think it was like May 6th or something. Y'all can go check our dates on our podcast, the first episode. I think it was like May 6th of last year, 2020. We dropped what we called episode one of the podcast, and actually I was looking, and we've got 47 episodes on the podcast, but those are including like the eight that we recorded before that we turned into audio podcasts. So we've been doing it a little longer But as far as audio, it got to that point. Long story short, we move on past Let's Talk establishing a podcast. And Brett was praying about some things. I was praying about things. We were talking over some things. And we get to right about where we're at (laughs) now, Brett. So over this past year, let's say, because in May it will be a year that we've been doing the Let's Talk podcast. We've been enjoying doing this. We're doing Bible studies. And we're going to get back in John hopefully next week, y'all. So those of you who have been waiting on John, we're going to get back into that hopefully next week on the podcast. But over this past year, you know, we had COVID and all this stuff. But we were still doing it. We were still working. And we were in churches that, you know, are open and my church, I opened up as soon as the Civic Center opened back up. So we started about that time as well. It was early May. We closed of last down for year, we so. closed down for a little while during the basically you know the time that they had tried to pretty much shut everybody down. You know we closed down for that time and then we opened back up in May of 2020. And what so. we've talked a little bit about it, and you can pretty much say that phase three of our ministry started. Last year, when we started the podcast yep. version of Let's Talk. So, like we've talked about over the last several episodes, we look at our ministry in phases. There's so many years, you know, it's just easier to think of it that way. Well, in phase three, there's been a whole lot of stuff. We've told you we've got announcements and things coming. We're not going to get into all that today. But we'll let you know some of the changes we've got happening right now, which is... You want to talk about it or you want me to talk about it? Or Well, let's talk a little bit about what initially we were believing phase three was going to be. Let's get into that and then we'll, towards the end we'll lead into the, I guess, the announcements that we have for the show. Because let's, let's Talk has really broadened our horizons of our thinking, I guess, is the best way of saying it. Of like, man, what else can we do that would, that would be awesome? So we began to talk about, you know, doing some online preaching and that turned into well let's do some online uh, revivals well heck let's just let's do revivals and put them online you know we had you know we just had all kinds of different ideas that were really starting to come to come to both of us um you know because he had said we were having prayer meeting one night and he had said something about it and i'm like man god showed told me almost the exact same thing you know about doing some preaching and putting it online and sharing our sermons and stuff like that so that's what it was branching out to be, and we were getting, we're still really excited about it, you know, about what God is doing. And then right in the midst of that, something else began to happen, which I guess I need to backtrack just a little bit. God had begun to speak to me about a change in my life, that where I was is not where God wanted me to be. And in a spiritual way, in the sense of the, the place that I am attending is not the place that I'm supposed to be. And I be basically just pushed those thoughts out of my head <laughs> for, for a long time. God began to basically just keep bringing them back to the forefront. And, you know, I had talked to Trenton a little bit and just it get pushed away. 
And when I really knew that God was beginning to speak, or when I knew that God was speaking to me, and it wasn't just me, is whenever my wife mentioned something to me as well. And, you know, that's how God, God's going to, if you're married, that's how God's going to confirm it, because you're one, you're not separate anymore. So I guess I'll just go ahead and lead into it, then I'll pass it off to Trenton and let him share a little bit about it as well. But God had been speaking to me for, well, really since Trenton first asked me, but for at least a good year and a half, God had told me, I want you to go to Next Level Freedom Church and help Trenton and Ashley, his wife, build and grow that church. And those were almost his words. And I didn't know what that looked like. And in a lot of ways, I kind of pushed, I kept pushing things away because I was scared of what that might look like, you know, because I said, no, God, me and Trenton's too different. And I told Trenton that. I was like, I don't think I could be your guy because we're too different. And then God began to show me that it's those very differences that God wants to use because though we're not really, though we are different some in the way that we do some things, we're very much similar in in most way in most ways but i think that you know the styles and the things that we have differently i think is god began to show me that he is going to use that and it's going to be those very things they're not going to clash they're going to come together and they're going to make a huge explosion of of god of his grace of his blessings and things like that and trenton has seemed to feel the same way so with that being said, I guess I can go ahead and make the announcement, or do you want to make an announcement? Well, I just want to mention before, you know, he's mentioning the year and a half, but God has spoke to him also, was it back in, what, June, July, that you was outside mowing or something, and he spoke to oh, you. Oh, yeah, I forgot the about timing, The timing was the yeah. issue with God. Timing well, has always got to be right. Let me get into that real quick, and then I'll pass it back off to you. There was something that happened at the church that I was attending. The pastor was, was leaving, and there was going to be a new pastor step in and I had been basically really praying about what I was supposed to do and because that's a big change happening in a church right so I heard God tell me I was mowing the yard really was and I heard God tell me I want you to stay where you're at and he gave I don't want to put the reasons out there on on the podcast but he said I want you to stay where you're at because you're going to be needed there and that and it was really weird god he said i have somebody for trenton but he didn't tell me who who it was or anything like that and i was just like well okay you know and, and it was one of those things where it's like i understood a little bit but i didn't understand everything god only gave me bits and pieces of it all i knew was what well, i needed to stay where i was and so yeah that was about what six months ago six seven months June or July yeah. I thought maybe so, later than that but somewhere in there eight months I guess now now so and he was you know he would always come to me with questions about things and he was talking and I'm like well you know if you're that it, you can always I got a spot for you and I would just mention it jokingly in passing and so I wouldn't I didn't approach him so let's just say it that way I never approached him and said it because I left it alone I'm like God then you got somebody else I'm just gonna trust you on who it is, and we'll go with that. Well, all of that seemed to change here, what, in the last couple of months? Yeah, uh, it really got strong, man, to the point where, like, I knew that I was, in, in, you know, and this is in in no way disrespect towards, towards anybody or anyone or anything, and it's, all the discussions have been had, and all of the words have been said in the proper ways. So, and I guess the only way to say this is to just say it, but... 
I've answered the call of God. I know it was God. I know what I'm doing is 100% right because of all of the confirmations that have taken place. And with that being said, Trenton, you want to say it? He has decided to join us here at Next Level Freedom Church. Brett will be coming on staff as associate pastor here at Next Level Freedom Church. And so the more he prayed, the more we prayed, the more he kept asking questions. I knew God was telling him something. And then when he finally approached me and said, "Uh, this is what God's telling me, I I let it be God's timing. I let it be God because I'm just going to keep doing what God's called me to do. And videos, we talked about a minute ago, the phase three and the video revivals and all that. Videos aren't a new thing for me. For those of you that have been tuning at nextlevelfreedomchurch.com, I've got a video of every message I've ever preached since we launched. Every week we record video. So none of that is new to me. And so I wasn't doing that to stretch for anything when we mentioned doing videos. It was just another step God was trying to accomplish. And all of that will come eventually. But he has decided to join us. If you're a Next Level Freedom Church member checking this out, we have an associate pastor now. And it will be Brett Heilman and his family. God confirmed it to him, his wife. Numerous times. And they prayed. (laughs) And I like the last one. It was so obvious. But (laughs) I'll leave it to you if you want to share that. But go ahead. Well, yeah, I guess I could share it real well. Clearly, the name of the church is Next Level Freedom Church, right? And this is really my wife's story because... God, The way God confirmed it to me was the church that I was in, there had been many prophecies come forth. and many, Well, I don't know if I want to call them a prophecy. Let's call them words of knowledge, I guess, that had come forth towards the, towards the church of basically saying things were getting ready to change. You need to get up. It's time to get up and go out into the world and bring the people in. That's the word that had continued to come forth. And I had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed about this, just like, all right, God, are you going to answer? Because, like, I know what I feel, but you can't always go off your own feelings. And, you know, you know, everybody knows that. You can't just do what you feel because you can get into a lot of trouble just, <laughs> just doing what you feel. So I said, God, I need something. Like, I need, I need an answer. And I was in my truck at work, driving, doing my thing, and I heard God say, Brett, this is your get-up-and-go moment. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was like, wow. And I, because I had, I had hung on those words so much that were given at the church because the last time that word was given, the church was shut down. Things begin to change. COVID changed a lot of things, guys. And that was one of the things that did change. But there was a lot of other changes that happened in that church, like the, the switching of pastors. You know, one pastor had resigned, another pastor is stepping up. There was all these changes. And while all that's going on in the back of my head, I'm going, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, like, you know, like I'm feeling it, but it was, it, but at the same time, it's like, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's coming, but it's not time. And that's the hardest thing is knowing that there's something coming. You don't know exactly what it is, but it's not time for it to <laughs> happen yet. So anyway, my wife is praying. She's laying in bed and she's basically saying, God, you know how I am. You know who I am. I need to hear you clearly 100% and I've got to know that it is you because I'm not somebody that can just make a decision saying I think that this is what God's calling me to do. That's just not who she is. She's very – she's got to know that she knows basically, right, Mm -hmm. before she's going to jump on anything, anything serious. She is from the show me state, so (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) So she's laying in bed and she prays that and she starts strolling through Facebook and just piddling around on her phone, right? 
And about 30 minutes later, she says, she comes across a post by uh, somebody. And the post says, the next level belongs to those who will take action. And she rolled over, stuck the phone in my face. I ain't got contacts in, and I'm legally blind without contacts. And I'm like, what? And I get right up, like, literally, like, with an inch from the phone so I can read it. And I just look at her, and I smile. (laughs) And I roll back over. I was like, that was for you. And I'm just going to let God deal with her for a minute, you know? Mm. Because I had made up my mind, and I was waiting on God to show her. Because I knew it was God, but I wasn't going to. And I told Trent, I said, I will not pull the trigger on this without my wife. Mm. And he understood that. And God showed her, and I had nothing to do with it, so I know it was God. And when I saw the words, the next level, I knew it was God speaking to her. And then the rest of it, to those who take action, belongs to those who take action. And that's what this all is all about, is when God calls you to something, you've got to take action on it. Because if you don't, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never get to where God wants you to get. So that was the last confirmation that was, it was for both of us, but it was for her. So... And so all of that is said to encourage you that if God's called you to something, timing is everything with God. You got to remember what seems like years to us ain't that long to God. <laughs> For him, it may be, it be a second. He's like, oh, give me just a second and I'll get you over there. But, you know, just remember he's not in time. We're the only ones confined to time. That's us. So God's timing is everything. And like he said, and I agree, the... If your wife, if you're a married couple, whether whichever spouse it is, your spouse needs to be on board with whatever change that you're getting ready to make. And that's why I was like, that's fine because, you know, if God wants it to happen, that's what will happen. So God will do everything in his timing. And I think that's an important message for those of you that are out there checking us out right now. If you're one of those listening right now, we need to go ahead and get closed with the show. But I'm going to turn it over to Brett with our final words here in a second. But go ahead and check us out. Send us an email if this show has touched you in any way. So officially now, Let's Talk is officially a Next Level Freedom Church podcast almost, even though it's not on the Next Level Freedom Church channel or podcast channel. It's its own podcast. But officially, it's just two pastors in here to talk to you guys and let you know that God cares and we're going to continue to look through scriptures we're going to continue to follow what God's telling us to teach and talk about on here but if you have questions that you feel like God would love for you to ask us that we can talk about on the air we would be glad to do that the email is wait.letstalk at gmail.com or you can leave a voice message click on the voice message link located at the bottom of the details of each episode And that comes directly to us as well, and we'll even play it on the air if you would like. And that way, your question, you may, somebody else may be having the same question right now. And God's just using you to get it on here. So this show is about what you guys want to talk about. It's called Let's Talk because we feel like it's what you guys want to talk about. It's not just us. And we've gotten lots of comments and compliments and things on the John series. People have been enjoying that. Some have been enjoying our story. They enjoy listening to the story so if that's you thank you so much make sure you share this with your friends on whatever social media platform you're on share it invite people to listen you can send it as a text message you can do all kinds of things with technology nowadays if you want to help us get the word out we would love for you to do that that's it for me i'm going to say god bless and i am turning it over to brett i will see you guys next week
Let's Talk started by two guys that just got together and started talking. <laughs> that should, that's true. We got to make a slogan or something out of that, man. I'm telling you, because that's exactly what it was. God was beginning to do an awesome thing that, that night that we got together and talked about it. And so... Let's Talk, I, I have firmly believed for a long time, is going to be a great podcast. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be great things. And so there's a lot of awesome things in the future. Uh, so stay tuned. I'm sure there'll be a part six of sometime down the road. The story continues. The story's <laughs> going to continue. And uh, we are believing that God's going to do awesome things here at Next Level Freedom Church. So stay tuned for that. And I'm looking forward for all of you that may be listening and that, that come here to Next Level Freedom Church that I have not met. I'm looking forward to meeting you real soon. And with that said, I'll go ahead and close us with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for an opportunity again, Lord, to study. Uh, you know, we didn't really study your word tonight, God, but Lord, we talked about the things Lord, that you have done in our lives and excited for the things that are coming, Father God. And we pray, God, that this story tonight, Lord, that has been an encouragement to other people out there, God, that you that you are working in their lives as well. It's all about timing. And it's all about listening to your to, uh, your words for us, Father Lord, and we just pray, God, for each and every person listening, Lord, that your Holy Spirit or Spirit would right now fall upon them, Father God, comfort them and bless them in the way that they need, and Lord, touch their families in the way that their families need, Father, and we just ask blessings over each and every listener in the name of Jesus. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend, and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.